Alright, good evening everyone. Let us get going on this, the comic podcast that we're doing. No warning. I know. Zero <laughs> warning. You didn't even have a microphone in front of you. That's, That's how we go. Hey, I've, I've bounced. I roll with the punches. That's how it is around here. Um, good evening everyone. Uh, I'm Tristan and uh, this is Bob over here. Hi, I am over here. He is. And uh, and we're talking about the comics for Wednesday the 14th of July. Yeah. That's what it is. That's it. Uh, yeah. Some sort of special cosmic significance because it's the seventh month and then it's going to be the 14th day and then the 21st year. Whoa. Seven. Wow. 14, That's 777. Those are angelic numbers. What does it mean? Ooh, it means you should buy some comic books. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. I think it's a time to invest in comic books. Yes. <laughs> seven, at least seven comic books. Yes. Uh, or trade paperbacks. Sure, trade paperbacks. all of those. those but let's sure. uh, let's talk about this stuff. Yeah. Uh, Action Comics twenty twenty one annual. Yep. Is out. I have no idea what's going on in that. Yeah, it's, it's like I think it's a future state thing. I don't know. I flipped through it. Hmm. Eh. That I should have actually paid attention to it because I like the future state. Yeah, stuff. I'm not sure though. Yeah, honestly, it Even didn't say action. future state on it. So I don't know. Knows? I like this funny little. Uh, I like funny old Superman with the one glowing eye. <laughs> he looks like the hermit from the uh, the Led Zeppelin album. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. I wish that that guy was Superman going forward. <laughs> that would be great. That, like basically Superman and Gandalf, just like mi- mix them together. <laughs> Super Mandolf. Super Mandolf with a little bit of Odin shoved nice. in there. Shove a little bit of Odin in there. That's what I always say. Uh, aliens Aftermath, number one. This is awesome. Do not do Ooh. not sleep on this if you are an Aliens plural fan. Um, this is the story. You know, they. Uh, if you're familiar with these aliens, you know that they took off and they nuked the site from orbit because it was the only way to be sure. And... Uh, turns out that wasn't quite enough and so we're back at Hadley's Hope and uh, and there are people going in to investigate to see what happened to Vasquez and our our friends down there and uh, never investigate that it's and yeah idea. it was not a great idea it turns out that uh, nuclear radiation does interesting things to aliens <laughs> and so you've got some crazy irradiated aliens running around and it's flipping awesome and I loved it <laughs> nice so Check that out. Uh, we've also got a uh, a remake of a vintage Snoopy model, the old Sop with Camel uh, model that uh, I think Monogram put out back in the 50s or 60s. Pretty cool. I'm very sorry I didn't get it into the Instagram video because <laughs> it is very cool. It's pretty great. Uh, and we also have the Red Baron as well, so you can smash them together. Ooh. Fight. Yeah. It's the first time you actually see what the Red Baron looks like. Which, you know... Sometimes your imagination yeah. is better than reality. It's so true, uh, especially in this case. Uh, Barbarella number one, which yeah. is not uh, the old Barbarella. This is a new Barbarella series. Yes. And it's pretty interesting. It's pretty yeah. okay. If you are into that world and that uh, that story, you will probably dig this. Yeah, it looked all right. I like. I actually liked the last new Barbarella series yeah, they did. Uh, this is a different creative team, but uh, yeah, looks interesting. <clears throat> yeah, and there's an amazing Boland cover for it as well. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's a giant weird monster attacking Barbarella. Gotta love it. It's got funny little feet. Um, <laughs> I like him. And we got Batman Scooby Doo 
Mysteries number four. Yeah. He's fighting the black mask. You yeah. know, that guy that skins people's faces off. That guy. And it's Nightwing and Batgirl instead of <laughs> Batman this time. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Batman The Detective number four. It's a great out. series. Yeah. Really fun. Um, honestly, that should probably be the movie. But yeah, and it's weird too because like there's this whole new character that like I feel like every other time there's a new character in a in a Batman series, everybody's like I must own this new character's appearances, <laughs> and I don't feel like the same heat on this. But like the characters, maybe it's because their character is actually cool. <laughs> because does it not have a helmet? The character does not have a helmet. It's you like see, basically it's only helmet characters. You have to have a helmet. It's in the future, and the it's the knight and the squire, and so the knight and the squire from from the the Batman Inc. run. Um, that knight died, and the squire became the new knight, and then the knight, the new knight, got a new squire, and that new squire is basically the new Robin in this. Whoa, it's dude. it's heady stuff. <laughs> You're freaking me out. She's man. cool though. Cool, I like her. Yeah. Uh, we got Batman Urban Legends number five. Yes, that has that really good Zdarsky, uh, Jason Todd, Red Hood story nice. running through it and uh, a couple other stories in it as well. Cool. Uh, we got Black Hammer Visions number six. <laughs> Cthulhu. Cthulhu. L-O-U. Yeah, this is actually really, really great. Delightful. It's Cullen and I don't recognize the artist, but it was really, really good. That's pretty good. Um, Carnage, Black, White, and Blood. Number four of four. It is now over. Thank God. No, <laughs> it's fine. It was actually pretty fun. Yeah. I the first couple I honestly loved. <laughs> it's just damn it, Carnage. I don't know. It's so stupid. There's another Carnage thing out this week, and I really loved it. I, ah, it's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating to like dumb stuff from the '90s. <laughs> it makes me feel like I might have had a head injury. I don't know. I feel like this is like literally like the renaissance for people who like no, dumb it stuff really, from the nineties. It absolutely is. They've fixed it. I mean, Donny Cates came in and he just cleaned house and all that shit is cool. Yeah. Like they just kind of fixed everything that was stupid about them. Yeah. And that's kind of it. Um, speaking of things that should be stupid but aren't, uh, Challenge of the Super Friends, number four. Delightful. Huh. Um, and... What's oh, you mean? Challenge of the Super Sons? So, sorry, Super Sons. I you always, always say, say the Super because friends. it was called Challenge of the I know, Super Friends. I know, I know. Yeah, uh, but it just, always confuses me. I'm, I'm like, just what gonna are you call it about? Challenge of the GoBots? Yes, which is another challenge that was out there at one point. All right, I don't know what their challenge you was. You could call it Challengers of the Unknown. <laughs> also, uh, Champions number eight, great series and a really fun cover for this one. I really liked that a lot. Nice. Oh, thank you to whoever just bought 50 bucks worth of crap on the on the website. Appreciate Shout out that. to that guy. <laughs> to that person. person. Um, let's see. Commanders in Crisis 10 of 12. That is, of course, the one that came out last week as well, because things are shipping like fucking madness oh. lately. Uh, you'll notice that we get we got Techno Horror this week and not last week because it came from Lunar, and apparently Diamonds shipped last week and Lunar shipped this week. Barg! Yeah. And I got Lunars because I know that people get paid better from Lunar. So I want to buy my scout books from them uh, because, you yeah. know, the creators right. get a higher cut if you're going through Lunar than if you're going through Diamond. Because nice. Diamond fucks you over whenever they possibly can. We don't like those guys. And so whenever possible, I don't order from them. They also damage your books. And they also damage the shit out of your books. The, the shipping is also so much nicer hmm. from Lunar. I mean, yeah. the, the boxes are better yeah. just in general, and they just care. They handle with care. 
<laughs> for this, they care until they get like 10 years in and they start getting comfortable and then they'll be just like Diamond. <laughs> Turns uh, out competition in the marketplace is a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Who knew? Who knew? Um, uh, that guy that wrote The Invisible Hand of the Marketplace, oh. whatever his name was. Uh, okay. Johnny Marketplace. John, yep, that was him. We got uh, Conan the Barbarian. Oh, but before I talk about Conan, uh, Commanders in Crisis, just want to make sure that everybody knows that we're still doing our signing on July 31st. We have a package deal of stuff for a meet and greet with Dan Housen. Etc. Etc. If you want to come meet Danhausen, he's here. We've got the comics, and I'm going to be making a special Danhausen patch that's Ooh. only available here that I'm going to silk screen. It's going to be a special thing. Fantastic. Yep. Do it. And that's the deal. Yeah. Um, awesome. We'll never be able to get it anywhere else unless I make too many, and then he sells them at the show. But he's not. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um, all right, Conan number twenty. What's 23. the show? Uh, he's doing wrestling. Ah. <sighs> That's why I'm. That's why I had him here. I was like, "Hey, you're coming to the. You're doing a thing." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm, you want me to come down to the thing?" And I was like, "Yes, let's do a thing. Where's do a he, thing." Where's he wrestling? He's wrestling in Yarmouth. Maybe? Oh, okay, cool, neat. Someplace fancy. In People Yarmouth. who follow his account will know. They will already know. Yeah, they already have tickets. Yes. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, Detective Ten Thirty Nine is out new new villain alert new villain he's gross he pukes and <laughs> takes over your brain new villain alert he looks exactly like the villains from blade 2 oh yeah he does kind of except for he's got glowing green shit inside mm. him there's the difference yeah also he's not a vampire he's just a puke mm-hmm. man <laughs> <laughs> you know if they just called him puke man i would have been <laughs> all over this fucking book puke man is copyright bob Ulrich. <laughs> too late all right uh, we got uh oh hey apparently i forgot to lock the door oh, no. and uh we have some people <laughs> have some coming guests. in after hours hi i'm sorry guys we are closed <laughs> and i will lock that I'll, door I'll, I'll, i'm on that thank you um and right we're doing our sex therapy show and uh it's <laughs> oh boy why do I not remember to lock the door? Do I do this when I go home at night? I probably do. There are probably people sleeping in here in the rafters. You but I don't fucked know up. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that was actually really funny that to was... turn around and see these like really surprised people. Hi. And, and then, I, were, t- I, then mean, I said I sp- they were guests on the podcast and they like <laughs> ran. It was pretty great. They were like, oh, mm, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't no, want to do we that. We thought this was a bar. Yeah, we thought everything in Portland was a bar, and you weren't really wrong. <laughs> if it's not a dispensary, it's probably a bar. I mean, yeah. you got a fifty-fifty shot, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's really more of like an eighty-twenty shot with the amount of weed shops that are yeah, opening up. That's but true. Yeah, still, the point remains. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got Die Number Eighteen out from Image Comics. Die. We have Die Namite. Lives number two, <laughs> die exclamation Namite lives exclamation <sighs> exclamation point. How can you? No, oh my God, you can't put an extra exclamation. You know what? Fine, fuck it. Yeah, 
It's at this I point. Still, I still feel like there should be three exclamation points. If you're just going to go yes. for it, why don't you go it for it? It should be die exclamation. Or an exclamation. How about an interrobang at the end of that dynamite you know, Has anyone ever done a comic with an interrobang? I've got to. I think someone should. Dynamite lives? <laughs> dynamite lives? Oh, my God. Die. Dynamite <laughs> lives? Oh, there should be an interrobang in the middle. Yes, after That's the dynamite. so much better. Yes. Um, okay, so we got Eve number three, which is the I like Eve. Yeah, sort I of read this one commandy yet. with a teddy bear with an <laughs> yeah. AI teddy bear. AI teddy bear, yep. Like a Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> teddy Ruxpin in commandy. Yes. We've got Excalibur number twenty two. I have not been following this. It's the only X book that I'm behind on. Damn I it. I flipped Sorry. through it and it looks like another book that you have to have read the one that came out before oh, it. Oh hell yeah. Understand. Oh, Excalibur is the most <laughs> Of all of them, the Excalibur is the one that you have to pay attention to or you do not know what's going on. Because it's basically an entirely other world for Excalibur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like a whole mythology where everything else, every other X-Book is like X-Men stuff. They're like fairies. And you're like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. what, what's going on in I the do, fairy realm? I do really like uh, Betsy as as Captain Britain, I think, is a really inspired thing. And uh, as an aside, I don't normally uh, I know it's it's the podcast where we're trying to get people to spend money at uh, Coast City. But uh, I follow Roger Langridge's Patreon. And today, just today, he uh, posted a uh, his pitch for his Bre- Captain Britain all ages series that he pitched Ooh. to Marvel right before he got hired to do the Thor series that he did. Yeah. It is like the take on Captain Britain. It is so good. <laughs> and I really am sad that it never came out, but unfortunately, fortunately what we got instead was the Thor, the mighty Avenger series with Chris Samney, which oh, was man, brilliant. That was so good. And Captain Britain was in it, Yeah, but man, what a good pitch. And if you follow his Patreon, you can read it anyway. Cool. Whatever. That's someone else. Um, so, we also have, uh, speaking of 90s nonsense that was really good this week, Scream, Extreme Ooh. Carnage Scream number one. Yeah. I was really into this book, and I love what they did with Scream in this book. Hmm. You Be- stand for Scream. I, I do. I am I am a Scream stan. It's funny. It's like, I love the fact that they're defining each one of the symbiotes with their own sort of style and power set even hmm. so basically because they always showed scream as being like a big bouffant hairdo like crazy <laughs> hair everywhere uh they're kind of embracing that idea and making it part of like she's sort of a medusa type. i was gonna say is it kind of medusa it's a very medusa ish thing but not an inhuman so we don't hate her <laughs> instantly um and there's there's a couple of things. Basically, doppelganger is in this and sort of shows up instantly. So it's like, you know, it's like playing uh, Maximum Carnage, the video game for SNES, hmm. right out of the gate, which is obviously the greatest experience a person can have. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I was it's really trying fun. to work a Queen Doppelpopolis ref- reference into that, but uh, I couldn't get it together. Uh, Mr. Papadopoulos. Remember Queen Doppelpopoulos? I do not. C-Lab 2021? Oh, yes, I do now. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was just remembering Mr. Papadopoulos from oh, Benson. Oh, is from Benson, yeah. Mr. No, not, Be- not Benson. No. Uh, Mr. Belvedere. Yes. Is it? I thought no, it was. Maybe I don't it is know. Benson. It's one of those. I don't know. One of the two. Tell us in the comments. <laughs> uh, we got Fangoria, volume two, number 12. Yes. Out this week. Candyman. Yes. Candyman. Candy pants, candy pants, candy pants. (laughs) I'm not saying it again, even though it's 
not even a real superstition. <laughs> I'm not going to say it three times. I don't want candy pants. Um, <laughs> so we got Flash 2021 annual number one, which is a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big deal, especially if you're following, uh, what is it, Infinite Frontier. If you, uh, and if you hated if Infinite you Crisis. Did, no, not Infinite Crisis. Uh, Heroes oh, Sorry, crisis. yeah, yeah, Heroes in Crisis. My bad, my bad. L- Heroes so many crises. Crisis. There's so much crisis. Uh, but yeah, it, it it basically is very key towards uh, Wally West not being a complete a hole <laughs> yes, after it Heroes fixes, in Crisis. It fixes all that nonsense. DC is actually pretty good at that. Marvel will do a no prize and just like leave it in the letters column and never talk about it again. Right. DC will do an entire series about it, or yep. in this case, an annual. Yes. Um, well, well played, and also the return of a great uh, '90s Flash villain who who probably has returned more than once since the '90s. Then I just don't remember. But either way, whatever. Still pretty good. Flash Annual is pretty good. Uh, Future State Gotham number three. I love this book. This book is insanely good. Yeah, it's like it's so out of left field. They just made this thing that no one was expecting, and they were just like, "Here, we'll do something crazy and wacky." And yeah. It seems like people aren't quite getting it. Like a lot of people are picking it up and going, "I why would I read this?" which is too bad. But uh, anyone who picks it up and looks at it and isn't it's not for them. If you would pick this up and not thing. immediately be like, "I want this," like just that's, by that's looking the at it, then it's not it's not for you. But there's a great uh, backup in this with art by Rob Haynes who uh, is a like animation style kind of artist that was around like in the what early 2000s I guess yeah. I hadn't seen much of but great little backup and uh, all of these have had really great backups and I think that's another thing that you don't quite realize when you see it you you'd think it's the Giannis Milano Giannis yeah, and that's the whole thing I'm not I'm sorry I know I did it wrong but uh but there's always a cool backup black and white Batman black and white backup in them so yep uh yeah I like future state Gotham you know what else I like? What? I like Future State Suicide Squad. Ooh, yeah. It was fun. And there is a trade paperback collecting all of that. Nice. Uh, there's also G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, 284 out right now. I like Larry Hama. I he like Larry that. Hama, and he did write that. And Freddie Williams did a cover with Snake Eyes on it that looks really awesome. Ooh, nice. It's a really nice Freddie one. Freddie Williams, he's good. And my comic of the week, Ooh. and the comic that made me fucking cry, oh, like no. every, like, it was sad. made me tear up on this one. God damn it. Ha ha, number six of six. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Bleak. Was not expecting that. No, it was combination bleak i mean his story was bleak but the stories it was the i mean again they're transcendent this motherfucker is such a transcendent writer that's exactly the word yeah because he wrote the most depressing story that had the most uplifting message i've ever seen nice which is nuts who else could do that yeah I don't Nobody. know. I don't know. I like Nobody. Ha- honestly like I I I like Ice Cream Man like on paper. Like yep. I don't follow the series, but I do read it when, you know, like yeah. like like I'll flip through it and be and I'm interested in it. I know it's very good. But Haha is my comic. I will guy. I love Haha. When Image eventually bites the bullet and puts out deluxe slip cased like <laughs> fucking, you know, 30 inch tall editions of this I will buy every single one 
and I will own every one of these. This book, <laughs> and you can't have it. No, I will not give them to anyone else. <laughs> Tristan's entire bookshelf is just, <laughs> just nothing but those. No, I will. I will buy all of Ice Cream Man and all of Haha in like extreme collector editions because I, I think it's beautiful and wonderful. Yes, and especially and I hope that they collect all of the covers as well because they're so good. Yeah, yeah. I loved the last issue of Haha, and this one. Um, I like I. I also I I know I will love when I when I read it uh, all the way yeah. through, uh, which I didn't do. And also this. speaking speaking of covers for this, there are three amazing. The Seuss covers. cover is my favorite. It's, the Seuss cover is beautiful. Although I didn't realize there was a third one. There is yeah. a third one. There's a Brian Level cover, which is really good, and it reminds me a lot of like that Bungle art. Oh it's yeah, like, it's like that uh, Piranha Press book, whatever that was called. Um, Big book of. No, no, it was. I can't even remember the name of it now, but it's amazing. And uh, Brian's cover is really great. And you may remember Brian as uh, contributing some art to Red Wraith. So, Ooh. Yeah. nice, pretty cool too. Very cool. Um, all right, so the House of Lost Horizons, number three. It's the soap opera for Mike Mignola. Yeah, it's it's literally it's just Mike Mignola concept written by his usual kind of collaborators. It's a closed door murder mystery with ghosts, ghosty kind of stuff. It's yep. I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's very dark shadowsy. Yeah, I can see that. Infinite Frontier number two of six. I can't believe number one. I can't believe they already have fill in artists on this. I but know, that, that said. The art wasn't all wonky. Uh, it was a little wonky, uh, but I like the the overall second issue a little bit better than the first issue, which mm. I liked but did not love, um, and I wanted to love. But this one, it's still it's good. Uh, I like it. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's good. It just right. has weird weird three artists. Let's see. We've got uh, Invincible Red Sonia number three. And with all the covers of this, like all lined up in a row, it looks like a bunch of muscle magazines. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. I just saw the Frank Cho one that was on the front. It's really funny. I do. I love the. I love the Frank Cho one. Yeah, it's uh, literally like that same Frank Cho thing that he draws every time. Now. Yeah, it's, it's every Frank Cho cover. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man number ten. But I have such a fondness for uh, for Liberty Meadows. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, Frank Cho's a great artist. He is, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man 10. Yeah. It's the 10th Iron Man in this series. There's a really gross fucking thing that happens inside this comic. I was oh. flipping through it and I was like, ew. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a weird like side adventure. Like he had that thing where he went mm. to space with Frogman and those dudes. And yeah. then like uh, he got like transported to some other world. And there's like a version of Stilt Man or something. Oh, it's a, it's weird. Honestly, God, maybe just kill him in all worlds simultaneously. Well, he doesn't die, but someone else does in, in a really brutal graphic graphic <laughs> graphic way. Someone's Good. trying to get in, but I locked they, it. Thank God. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Stupid store. Just keeps making money. Stop trying to <laughs> spend money to here. Spend Jesus. Money damn store. It sickens me. Mm. Go drink. <laughs> Go drink like everybody else <laughs> like, in this fucking wretched town. Dude, uh, I just <laughs> walked here from DTL, and indeed, everyone is is drinking. <laughs> Uh, Joker number five. Frank Avila. <laughs> Entire Frank Avila issue. Frank Avila. Frank Avila. Frank Avila. 
Francovia. Yeah, this is great. You get that. Uh, you get that. Like year one. Vibe. Yeah, it's very year one. It, it's it's an origin. It's a it's a flashback yeah. story of the Joker it's, and it's Gordon. Like, it's basically an homage to year one yeah. with Joker and Gordon instead of Batman and Gordon. Yeah, and very cool. Yeah, it was cool. And also, I'm sorry to everybody who ordered the Sean Phillips cover. I forgot that Lunar did not ship those and that they're delayed because there was a printing error and bloggedy blue. Oh, no. So There was a Sean Phillips cover? Yeah, there's a really cool, like, criminal-looking Sean Phillips cover. Uh, And so, of course, everybody ordered it, and it's like, oh, yeah, right. Forgot. There was a stupid... I got a note that there was a printing error for a bunch of DC stuff, and I'm going to have to be a lot more careful because coming up, I think there's two or three more things that got fucked up too in the next coming weeks, so I should probably read my emails a little closer. It's hard to do. I got to tell you, man, there's a reason why most shops have like five employees. (laughs) Having two employees to do the level of work that we do in this place shit falls through the cracks there's no way around it it's just how it's gonna be uh and until we're making a fuck ton more money it's gonna stay this way um let's see we got justice league last ride number three good i assume yeah it's Uh, it's zadarsky it's good uh we've got loki mistress of mischief trade paperback i don't actually know what this is it's the ones where loki is a, a lady it's uh oh it's the Straczynski Koipel run. Oh nice. That's a great run of comics. Uh so that would be issues of actual Thor, yes. not issues of the Loki yeah, yeah. mini series. Oh my god. What, you guys wish you were looking at this reprint of a what if comic <laughs> that Jack Kirby drew of what if the original Marvel bullpen became the Fantastic Four. Oh, I love that, that issue. I'm looking at right now. It's, so it's good. amazing. It's uh, Stan Lee with Mr. Fantastic's powers. And it's yes. making his neck really long. He smokes a lot of cigars in that. <laughs> All right. So we also have a manga called <laughs> so we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for manga because of this big drought that's going uh-huh. on so i'm ordering stuff that i wouldn't normally order but because I, I don't know anything about what this is however i do love this cover <laughs> it's called made i hired recently is mysterious <laughs> <laughs> that's and the title of it's, it it's the title and her look She's just like, hmm. She's got the fucking, the dog from The Simpsons that looks shifty. She's got that look. She's got like her eyes kind of going sideways. Where is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's, a little, it's the little book. It's I the know. book that's about the size of a manga. I don't see it. Oh my God. I need to see it. You do. Um, okay. We got Man Eaters Cursed, number one. I didn't even fucking look at this book, even though I love this series. I I did not look at it either. I'm Damn sorry. it. Uh, Cursed is amazing, and I'm sure this is equally amazing to the other issues of Cursed. Um, we also have Mouse Guard, Owl Hen Caregiver, which is in that traditional Mouse Guard shape. So it's the old tiny issue or uh, square issues that don't fit into any bags. So that's fun. That's going to really fuck up our shipping a lot. But uh, it's super cool, as always. Um, and if you had never done this and gotten issues for Mouse Guard, this is your chance. They're really nice, and honestly, they stay nicer than the uh, than the hardcovers. Yeah, because they're those, on good stock. Yeah, good those paper stock. Stupid fucking hardcovers have that jacket that just falls to pieces no matter oh, what you do. Yeah. Um, My Little Pony, friendship is magic. 
number 100 is out. It is a $8 comic because Ooh. friendship is just that magic. Friendship is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right. Nice House on the Lake, number one. We have a second printing of that if you missed out on it. Uh, we've got Norse Mythology, number two of uh, the second series. Ugh, I hate it when they do this. Norse Mythology 2, number two of six. How about that? Still sounds like shit. Um, <laughs> Oblivion Song by Kirkman and De Felici. Um, De Felici? I'll, De I'll leave that Felici? one to you. De Felici, number 32. And we also have the Oblivion Song hardcover book two as well. I think I just, that's just replenishment, but whatevs. Orcs, number six of six. Orcs. Orcs. And uh, Raptor trade paperback is out and that is a dave mckean joint mm. so that's a pretty fun little thing uh i don't know much about it but it looks pretty great uh apologies to anyone who uh got the error that we had today because everything is fucked up today <laughs> uh yes let's see rorschach number 10 of 12 um, wow they really went all in on Rorschach. Yes. People are still reading it, so Oh yeah. So they were correct to do so, I think. Excellent. We've got a new Aubrey Citizen thing, uh Savage Hearts number one. Is it a joint? Is it an Aubrey Citizen? It is it joint? is not a joint. This is a <laughs> who is Jed Dowtry? Couldn't tell you. Doherty? Doherty? Doherty. Doherty. That's of course Doherty. Uh, all I know is that uh, our buddy uh, Taylor Esposito is the letterer, so nice. I can tell you one thing. It's going to have great looking fucking letters. Honestly, it doesn't look bad. It's no, like, it, it looks like a, It looks like a fun book. It does. It's somebody's thing. It's not my thing. That art style is not my thing, hmm. but it is so good. <laughs> it's like, it's clearly really great. It's just not my thing. And there's another person who draws like that who I have the same problem with, and I can't think of who it is. Um, but, yeah, same deal where not it's sure. just like, he's awesome, but just not my thing. Hmm. You know what is my thing? Uh, Silver Coin? Uh, Scud, the disposable Scud. assassin. Uh, I was I jumped ahead the alphabet. Uh, it's so true. Uh, we've got Scud. It is the whole shebang trade paperback. Finally, you can get that in a non-hundred dollar volume. It is thirty-five bucks for a phone book of Scud comics. If you are not familiar with Scud, it is the person that you know from everything actually good in the world <laughs> of current comedy. Um, A.K.A. Rob Schraub. A.K.A. Rob Schraub. We've got, uh, you know, you're talking Rick and Morty. You're talking, like, you name it. He's all over everything. Yeah. He's one of those guys. We're talking Monster House. Monster House. Uh, we're talking all sorts of great stuff. Yeah. He is a... He's really funny. He's did, he write very, for, did he write for Community? He wrote for Community as well. Yeah. He wrote for the Sarah Silverman Show. Oh, yeah. In fact, I don't know that he wrote for the Sarah Silverman Show. I think he did... I think he did effects or like uh, set stuff. He went from comic books to comedy writing and yes. became quite successful. Yes. And then he had that movie, The Monster House. With with Dan Harmon, who yeah. he moved to L.A. with and was like roommates uh. with. The two of them were basically there to pitch a Scud movie. That was the entire purpose of their <laughs> moving to L.A. was because a Scud movie was in the works. It yeah. had been optioned and they were like, you know, and then it started falling through and they were like, they got invited to do uh, like all sorts of things. And they went to all these meetings and they said, 
um, we've got these, they've got like five things. They prepared like these script treatments for all this stuff. And, and they were like, okay, those all suck. And they were like, do you have anything else before we kick you out of here? Basically. And they were like, it's like a house that eats kids. <laughs> and they went interesting. Is it animated? Tell me more. And they said, yes. And it's going to be stop motion and it's going to, it's going to be great. And the, and they just kind of like made shit up and they got, that got optioned. Yeah. That was the thing that got made was like the thing that they made up in the pitch meeting. That's pretty great. Also, you were correct about Sarah Silverman program. He, he did right yeah. for it. Oh, and he, channel one one. Nice. He also did. I remember that he did cause he builds all sorts of amazing shit. So he does all sorts of fun, practical effect type stuff. And I know there was an episode of the Sarah Silverman show where she did an underwater something or other. And he built all of the underwater sets and all of the fish and everything. And so it was all like these practical, ridiculous things. Cool. Yeah. His, his Instagram is a blast too, because he's constantly building ridiculous robot props and things Nice out of like popsicle sticks and shit, because he is one of those people who can't stop creating. Yeah, yeah. I I wikied I just wikied him to see like what else we could add to the list so that would be Parks and Rec, uh Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah, that's right. Uh, MST. Yeah. Something called Children's Hospital. I don't Fuck know what yeah. that is. Uh anyway, Scud. Oh, I didn't know that he wrote for Children's Hospital too. I, this Another is, brilliant he, thing. He directed three seasons of Sarah Silverman and episodes of yes. et cetera, et cetera. Yep. The Mindy Project things like, you know, low budget things that no one's ever heard of. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Scud, uh, Scud. The train is great. And Scud it's is out, great. And you can get it. And it looks great. And it's awesome. Read that Scud. Get it. Um, as they say, read that Scud. And <laughs> That's sil- on a bumper sticker. Silver Coin, number four. Silver Coin. It's uh, Jeff Lemire this time writing uh, with the Michael Walsh uh, on the art. This one's in the future. And it has weird worms that live inside people's eyes that shoot out and eat other people's eyes. It's Why gross. must they do that? <laughs> it's gross, and I kind of love it. Why do they want to be like that? I don't know. It's a very, it's a weird departure. I do like the the jam aspect of Silver Coin, where it's like one artist, but like six writers, and yeah. it's just kind of like whatever's next. The next one's going to be like a witch trial. Yep, I'm I'm oh, so into this book. It's, great. it's so great. Yeah, uh, Sinister War number one. Whew. This is the big Spider-Man crossover with literally every flipping villain. Yeah. They just basically took every Spider-Man villain, divided them all into teams of six, (laughs) named them all the whatever six. Gave them all six The Savage Six, the Sinister (laughs) Six. much work. The Satanic Six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, who could draw this but Bagley? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And so that's that's why it's great. And I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a pain in the ass (laughs) because uh, it is like 700 chapters. Oh, my God. All drawn by Mark Bagley. (laughs) Poor guy. It's it's only four. (laughs) Okay. It's only four issues, but thank God for him. Uh, but man, it does rely on a lot of Nick Spencer's continuity. So oh. it does involve the story where Mary Jane takes a job working for Mysterio, making his movie, oh. and they're all coming. Basically, that's what that was about. The Sinister Six show up to get revenge because they made. <laughs> Made them look dumb and. Oh, oh wait, wasn't that that was an actual Mary Jane comic, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. Oh yeah, but it was also part of regular continuity. Huh. Yeah, that was the Amazing Mary Jane. The Amazing Mary Jane. Yeah, 
But, uh, you know, Spider-Man and Mysterio, they got that history. They love each other. They do. Uh, right. Let's see. That is sinister, sinister, sinister. God, there's a lot of covers to that. There sure The are. six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton number two is out. If you ever thought to yourself, I wonder how someone could do a convincing and cool car chase in a comic book. Uh, I think this book is hilarious. Cool. It's really good. Kyle Starks is awesome. Uh, Chris Schweitzer, uh, Schweizer, uh, is the artist. Uh, who you may we mentioned in in the first issue with the when in the podcast where the first issue came out. That's the team from their Mars Attacks book that they did. That was oh, so shit, that's so right. that was so good. So good. Uh, this Damn is it, basically the 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 elevator pitch for this comic is like Burt Reynolds <laughs> dies. He has six sidekicks. It's not even Burt Reynolds. It's like a TV version of Burt right. Reynolds. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah, show yeah. is kind of like Knight Rider. One of the sidekicks is the voice of the car grown up. Uh, because the car has a kid's voice in this 80s show that the you know whatever it's really funny and they do this car chase that is really good it's it's great it's a hilarious book uh i i couldn't honestly probably my pick of the week nice i really like it i mean it's tough for me because one of my picks of the week is always every week going to be skybound x because (laughs) god Damn it, this is great. Yeah. Skybound X is pretty good. It makes me happy to live in a world where this stuff is happening, and I wish it would just keep happening. I wish this was monthly instead of weekly, and that they just put it out for eternity. Yeah. To be honest, I would buy 100 copies of it every week. I would buy an anthology of Skybound X monthly. Like on a monthly basis, I definitely would. Uh, I freaking good. Is is this the first appearance of Machine Boy? It is. I loved it. Yeah, Machine Boy was good. Machine Boy is basically Astro Boy done as uh, a Steven Universe character. It's like it's like if the pitch. Yeah, it's it's basically Steven Universe version of Astro Boy. But it's so good and it's like the world is such a it's so fully realized in such a small amount of time. You know exactly where you are in this incredibly complicated world. You know that there's a there's a backstory that's given to you. You have so few pages to get there. It's like there was a giant devastating event. And it's something, it's a robot that looks a lot like our main character, but it's not him. And he realizes that he has some abilities to help people. And he's like, what the fuck? He's this normal little, you know, useless robot. And then, oh no, he's not. And you get all of that kind of stuff in no pages. I It's so masterful. I can't even believe it. Cool. And, and it's not the kind of book I would like. It is like it's something that I would pretty much leave on the shelf normally if it was not surrounded by all the other violent, ridiculous nonsense that's in Skybound X. I guess that might be like a kind of a a, a bullet bullet point of how we're different because honestly the only thing that i'm really super into in this book was machine i was like "Ooh, machine boy this looks great and all the other stuff i'm just kind of like it's it's not like right like honestly the rick grimes thing i think is actually pretty fun because it's just so over the top but the other two the birthright and the Stillwater, like i I think they're okay you know like Stillwater was so another one that broke my heart that's also zadarsky he's good at doing jesus christ he is, he, I feel like all his books come out on the same day. Yeah. Like it's like on purpose or something. It's, like it's it like is. every Zdarsky book comes out I think on the same because day. Because like Zdarsky books, like three of them come out every week. <laughs> but man, 
Th- that ending. Sorry for my annoying laugh. Broke my heart. Ouch. Ouch. I didn't read it. Oh my God. Painful. Okay. But it's so good. And honestly, they're all really good. The, uh, yeah. And you don't need to know anything about any of That's these That's what I like about is, it. It's like I don't have to part. have followed all of the series to get like this good story. And that's uh, what's so brilliant. With, with, yeah. It makes, you want to, it makes you want to seek out more stuff from them. It's, yeah. it's really, really smart. Uh, okay. Captain Harlock Space Pirate number two cool. is great. If you like this kind of 60s anime style, it's so perfect. And it looks so good. It looks just like what you would expect on the inside. It's like it's like a comic book version of the anime. Yeah. Um, looks great. Actually, only a little bit better. <laughs> like it looks a little better than that. They were able to spend more time on the art. Right, exactly. <laughs> of course. Um, all right. Where are we at? We're at Spider-Man. Spider-Shadow number four of five. Another Zdarsky and also uh, in, in, in the running for best book of the oh. week to me. I so really good. like this one. The, the this series just has been nothing but great from the beginning, and it's it's the kind of book that should have been stupid. Yeah, I read the first issue and I was like, I don't like this. I oh, stopped yeah. it. Then the second issue came out, I ignored it. Then the third issue came out and I was like, okay, I actually really like this. Went back, <laughs> got the second issue. Now the fourth one's out, and I'm like, yeah. all about it. Like it's so good. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's so smart and it's so fun. Love it. Uh, we got Spider Woman number thirteen. We've got Star Wars Doctor Afra number twelve. Part of the Bounty Hunter Wars. Part of the War of the Bounty Hunters, and we've got War of the Bounty Hunters number two. Uh, I really liked the art in this, and it's another uh, Boba Fett fighting Bosk. Yep, it's a recipe for buy this comic. Yeah, of course. Except and, I didn't buy it. And also yeah. the. Uh, the action figure variant is a Bosk action figure. Ah, oh, Bosk. So. I love his long arms. <laughs> They're so weird. <laughs> I, I love it. I love that you can just kind of sense where the human arms end and where the rubber just continues, and it's great. Yeah, when I was uh, when I was when I worked in uh, in a in a in a weird field where I got attacked a lot, uh, I learned about the danger radius of a knife. You know, uh, like if someone's holding a knife, like the danger radius is like thirty feet for if like, someone's holding a knife, right? <laughs> What's the danger radius of a Bosque? It's got to be like at least 45 it's, it's feet. It's got to be like 45 feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because it's like he's like a knife and the knife is his arms. Yeah, he, he is a knife. I will tell you that. <laughs> I love Bosque. <laughs> I do too. He's my favorite. And also, don't worry, there's a trading card variant of uh, that guy with the diaper on his head. Dengar. That's his name. <laughs> I love the bounty hunters. They were always my favorites. Um, Even though they were in the movie for like five fucking seconds. That was just like so into them. Dengar, IG-88, you got Bosk, you got uh, Zuckus. <laughs> Poor man. <laughs> All those action figures. But Dengar looks so sad. Like he looks Dengar, like, yeah, he it's looks just like, like he's injured. He like looks he's got like, like Civil War bandages to on To me, he looks like... Uh, like, um, like Alec Guinness had a friend that he promised oh, he yeah. could get into the next movie, and he showed up, and they were like, "Oh shit, we forgot to get this guy a costume," and they just like wrapped a towel <laughs> around his head, gave him some throwaway Han Solo gear, yeah. and they were just like, "Here you go," there and you then go. he just has it. You just just stand there, and he's like, "I came all the way for this. I am trained in Shakespeare." <laughs> that's well, my that's my backstory for for, for Dick it's Probably not far off. Um. 
And so this week we have a comic book that we did not have last week because of the nonsense with Lunar and Diamond. But uh, mm-hmm. Tales Told in Techno Horror, number one of Honestly, four. I loved this comic book. It's really good. It's great. And it has like one of the best. Uh, I mean, obviously I'm biased, of course, but... Uh, there's a, there's a an alligator attack story <laughs> that one is good that is like oh, you know, so fucking solid and stupid and wonderful and I just love it. It's like it's the kind of thing you need. My favorite. Do you do you know who did the letters on this one? Is that is it someone you know? Because the lettering on that the end of the crocodile one, I love that caption and how they did it. Like on that last panel of the crocodile That's one. Funny, I wonder I if so. I good. bet it's Kieran who did it. I don't know who it is, but they did a great job. And it's also, interesting because for, for the for the sake of this podcast, like I read this entire thing in like two seconds, and right, it was exactly. great. I was just like, yes, this one. It's three pages. Oh, and there's another one. It's three pages. It's <laughs> right. just like a bunch of vignettes, That's... but they're all complete stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. They're I real fun. Great. They're super fun. Loved it. Um, and. Uh, Taskmaster Rubicon Trigger trade oh. paperback. Sounds impressive. It does. Ooh, I've got to fix the price on that. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. That is currently $5. Oh, I'm going to fucking Oh, wait. This isn't live. <laughs> uh, Jesus. I mean, there's a there's a 1 in 25. That Bosque cover is like 3 bucks right now. Um, I need to fix all that shit. Damn. God damn. Good thing it isn't live. Jesus. You'd have scalpers on there. like oh, So stupid. Getting all your boss covers. Gonna get these Taskmaster trades. Um, We got Turtles 119. Cool. Transformers number 32. Cool. We got True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys, National Anthem, both the Library Deluxe Edition and the regular Library Edition, so the massive slipcase Crazy Cakes version and the normal Crazy Cakes version. Sorry if my neck cracking was just on the <laughs> microphone. Um, did you skip Thor by any chance? You know I, I did. I feel like you skipped Thor. I totally did. Yeah. We oh, got shit. Thor as And well. Thor is so good this week. Yeah, it's really good. This I'm I love what they're setting up with Thor. There's there's a crazy mystery going on about Mjolnir rejecting him as opposed to him being you know, the old he's not worthy story that, you know, goes on forever. This is different. Mjolnir is given a personality where he, where Mjolnir is not, does not want to be with him. And basically it seems as though it's because Thor feels that if he's a leader, he can no longer be a warrior or something of that nature. Mm. And it's some sort of weird inner conflict that he's going through. And I like it. I think it's fun. Yeah. We've got Way of X number four. And we've got Web of Spider Man number one reprint. Uh, oh. This is. The IDW one? No, it's, no. A, it's a Marvel one. Oh. It's this stupid thing that, like, we didn't even order the first one. Or actually, we did, and we just didn't get it in. Huh. But, you know, only scalpers wanted it because no one wanted to read it. It was like, there's some character who shows up in it that's like. I don't know something gonna be in a movie nope <laughs> definitely not huh. but they think that maybe uh speculators think so who knows huh. what if classic trade paperback complete collection volume one yeah that this you were is reading, honestly that, that in you my hands currently reading right, right now. now and uh honestly the first jane foster thor story yeah. is in this I like these Avengers. They don't get intimidated by my powers. 
Especially considering that I'm a woman. <laughs> Quality writing there. Quality. Um, there is actually some really good uh, material in there. Some Kirby. Yep. You got some Gil Kane. You got some Herb Trimpey. Mm-hmm. You got Roy, Roy, Roy Thomas. <laughs> you got all those all those classic guys. Classic That's good. Trimpey. Actually, I am going to track down a copy of that Kirby uh, number 11 of this i have to find it <laughs> and hopefully it's not like five million dollars. i don't think it, it is i think is. it's the one that nobody cares about yeah it's the if, one that i see the most it's literally like what it's what if the marvel bullpen becomes the fantastic four yeah. it's so dumb it's pretty I dumb it. i love it and we got wonder woman 775 yep that is a comic book we've got x corp number three yep and we've got nothing else that's it that's it that's all the comic books yeah so there you go. Um, we finished early-ish this time. We, we did just, We did good. We raced. Yeah, and uh, and that's it. You can follow us at uh, Coast City Comics. You can follow us at um, Actually Comics. And you can buy things from CoastCityComics.com. These are the things. You can go. You can visit us. You can come to the store. Yeah. You can see Danhausen here on the 31st of July. Yes. Uh, and all sorts of other things. And you know what? I, we're doing some sort of free comic book day thing on the 14th. I don't know. Oh. Not of this month, sorry. Of uh, of August. Oh. So did they reschedule free comic book day for did, August? They did. And I don't fucking know what we're doing. Oh. I'm, Wait, they don't have free comic books? Oh, we have them. Oh, did you I get just, them like back when Free Comic Book Day was supposed to happen? No, no, no. I think they're shipping to us like next week or the week after, but oh. I don't know what to do about the event because it's already too fucking crowded in here just on a regular day. Yeah. And a Free Comic Book Day is just going to mm. cause chaos. Could you uh, do something at like Congress Square? It's kind of tempting to get it out of here or to put it outside somehow. That would be nice. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Congress Square, you could do like an open air, like I'd volunteer. Oh, that's interesting because they do that. Yeah, maybe yeah. you could. It's far enough in advance. Maybe you could. It would basically just negate the entire purpose of doing the event, which is to make money. But the idea is to bring people to comic shops. Yeah, And it true. would literally just take them away from our comic shop. But yeah, I'm, I don't know. We'll figure something what out. What if you did... Uh, an event at Congress Square and then you had little coupons that were like if that you buy $10 worth of merchandise yep. on the website you'll get another free comic book you can go you can go over there and get stuff yeah that might be the deal is that like you show them the receipt and you can go get yeah. get stuff at the Congress Square yeah. who knows we'll see um, I'll talk to those guys and see what is up with that Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Yes, bye. Good night. Bye. Don't need no tea. Don't need no chicory. Don't need the buzz coming down on me. If I had one wish, I'd wish this all the way.